Logan and Rebel use an embarrassing amount of F-bombs. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Looking Glass Duck Club podcast. We are your hosts, Rebel Heron. <laughs> what are we doing? Quit it. Hey, guys. Uh, okay. Wow. That wasn't expectant. And I'm Rebel. I'm Logan Pyatt. <laughs> How you doing, bud? You're clearly in a good mood today for you. Well, snow day. Am I right? It's snow day. It snowed I, last night. You've said it no more, no less than zero times. Fifteen times today. I haven't said anything about a snow day. To me, you have been when talking you about couldn't some... be on time. You're like it's a snow day. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Say, I don't it, get up on snow days. It's a snow day. It's a snow day today, and I don't get up on snow days. That's not what I said at all. I was laying in bed waiting for you to get a hold of me because it did snow. Worked all weekend. Yeah, you were laying in bed because you were dead ass asleep. I mean, when you answered the phone, it looked like you had a double case of pink eye. That's <laughs> how much sleep was going on. I was sleepy, but I, I answered. Had your old lady fart on your pillow in the night because you had something going on. <laughs> I answered though, didn't I? And got up and got around. Here you, like, I am. Ran to the living room. You were shirtless. You know what? I was going to cover all this later, so it doesn't matter. Okay. Snow day. I figured as much that you were uh, you were going to bring this up later on because I can always tell whenever I do something you're I can see your gears turning that you're wanting to write this down so you remember to make fun of me about it later. It's no day. It's a sick and twisted friendship. We're not friends. What <laughs> you're going to say? Well, guys, it's been good. Yeah, Thanks. wow. We appreciate the support. You want to have a drink? Well, first uh, we're on the uh, all platforms right now. Mm-hmm. We've already established it's snow day. Snow day. So let's uh, let's do a little red dirt recommendation. Thank you for that lovely tune. That funky music will drive us till the dawn. Let's go. Let's boogaloo till we puke. Isn't that the funky tunes thing? Uh huh. Let's go. Boogaloo. Let's boogaloo till we puke. Yeah, I love that movie. You or me, bud? I don't care. Do you uh, feel yours is a better uh, opening act, or do you feel like you're the headliner over there? Is yours sad again? Pretty sad, mm, isn't it? Yeah, it is kind of sad. Whenever though. we were writing these down, you go, do you like to drive around by yourself and cry? And I was like, wait. <laughs> that was a band driving and crying. That was the name of the band? Yeah. Oh, okay. Which well, they're not my Red Dirt recommendation, but it's a great band. I yeah, just, I was listening to Going Straight to Hell by Driving and Crying. So I'm like, do you like driving and crying? You're like, at the same time? <laughs> Snow day, Logan Pyatt. 
<laughs> West Texas. Uh, I'll go first. I have no problem with that. You're saying you have an opening act. I'm just saying that it's better to try to fluff you up, bud. Otherwise, you get well. No, is us. yours more? Uh, is yours more upbeat? Yes. Oh well, then I better go first. Mine's got the funk. All right, so you're gonna have like the crowd on their feet, maybe even a little bit of a mosh pit going. I don't think there's gonna be any mosh pitting. Moshers. Have you ever mosh pitted? No, but I know people that I feel like strictly went to concerts there, especially in the '90s, early 2000s just to mosh and it's looking back on it's very disturbing yeah i'm i'm about to say something and i don't want you to get too judgmental but when i when i was a younger man a big breaking benjamin fan which they're fine they're fine but the opening act was papa roach i liked papa roach well i'd had a few beverages oh god and i i got to shoving around jumping around yeah you did <laughs> did you just get passed around like a pinball no way man i think everybody got pretty nervous <laughs> they're like oh no the wrecking ball <laughs> it's just you. they noticed how juicy i was did they like bring you in on a forklift in a big crate and it said like you know well, i wasn't morbidly obese no you're in a box then it's oh. like dangerous animal do not you know, caution, do not open. Yeah, there's big chains and locks wrapped exactly, around the box. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the Tasmanian De Devil uh, cartoons. Anyway, they yep. set it right in the middle of the mosh pit, and everyone's going like, yes, 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 yes. And then they, <laughs> someone runs up on accident and, like, smacks the padlock, and the chains unravel, and then the boards start to expand and pop. Wow, this is very vivid. Go on. <laughs> It's you in the box. <laughs> I, I figured that much, but how do I look? Brad Pitt's over there on the side going, what's in the box? What's in the box? No. No. And Morgan Freeman's like, don't look in the box. He's in the box. <laughs> it is it is him. Logan's in the box. Oh, speaking of the- Oh, anyway, it, it then you him. break out. Yeah. And how do I look? Uh, very juicy. Although this was a while ago. So you were very thin, probably. Yeah, sickly skinny. Morbidly thin. That's a thing? Go the other way? Probably, yeah. There's a time where I was in the 150s. Bad deal. Mm -hmm. Bad deal. Pasty skin. They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> anyway, and so then you unleash upon the pit, and it's just grown men with like nose rings and ear discs running for their lives. <laughs> And then at the end of the show, even the band had to leave. <laughs> at the end of the show, it's just you there amongst a pile of Go. bodies. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Not again, Logan. And then you ate your kale salad and went home. This is after they took my muzzle off too, I assume, right? No, you could leave it on. Yeah, just, just left on the muzzle. They didn't want you kissing everybody. Right. Yes. <laughs> Big of kisser course. back in the day. Serial kisser. Big kisser. I'm glad I calmed that down. Logan Pyatt. Anyway, Red Dirt recommendations. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with that? I have no idea. I'm glad that went where it went. Did you think it could have went somewhere else? No. Well, yeah, of course. You know we still have moshers in the group, for sure. Oh, yeah, Justin Bauman. I mean, I guarantee Shout out, he, hey, bud. Hey, bud. I bet he moshes at home, him and poor, poor Mandy. He probably <laughs> rolls in and, or you know, he cranks the old JVC tower speakers up. She, she's just trying to cook supper. It's got, yeah, and it's he got like... He shoves her down. 
Not, no, not, no, 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 hang on. No. No, don't be like that. No, he gives her plenty of time to prepare or wrap up in padding, whatever. But you know he's putting on... Gore. Or even harder. What's harder? What's harder than gore? Uh, in their one, like, death of lambs or something? I don't, the Christ Punchers, probably, or something. The right? Christ Punchers? I'm sure. That's a band? No. I hope not. Um, but anyway, so he cranks it up, and he's like, are you ready, my nerd? She's like, oh, Jesus, please, not again. <laughs> no, Justin, not again. <laughs> and he's just like, and then they mosh. And she just tries to entertain him with it, and just pushes him back a little bit. <laughs> anyway, then turn it back down and go back to cooking supper. Anyway, we know we have moshers in the group. Yeah, Justin, for sure. Probably and others. I, and when I meant that he pushed her, it was like mosh pushing, not like malicious. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. They're fine. I think they're fine. They're fine. We don't have to worry about them. They're fine. Yes. So just didn't want that to go somewhere else was all. Right. We wouldn't go there. Okay. Red Dirt recommendation. Yeah, I'll go first. Mine's a little slower. Uh, I don't think I've done this one. Problem is when you when you have like 20 songs you want to introduce and we get to do one. You just never know if you're picking the right one, you know? Do a couple. No. What's it matter? It matters. It's the integrity of the show. What integrity of the show? Because then knowing us, before too long, it's going to be us back and forth. Do you, do my, you like 30, thunk? my 32nd recommendation of today is, <laughs> you know, you might as well just have the radio on. I could probably do an entire episode just recommending music I like to listen to. That's exactly what I'm saying right now. I know. Whoa. That's a weird way to agree with me. <laughs> really weird. What, you say the same thing that you said? Alejandro Escovedo with I Was Drunk. I was bleeding. I was exhausted. I was suffering from the altitude. Picked up your scent and lost it. Then I suffered from your attitude and called out your name. Call out your name. It's a good tune. Alejandro Escovedo. Yes. Doesn't sound like you think he would. No, no. Good. You th- you'd think there was going to be a, like trumpets and... <laughs> A mariachi band? A mariachi band. I don't think so. (laughs) But that's a great song. It is. I very much enjoy that song. Thank you for introducing it to me. You're welcome. What What do you you got, bud? What are you doing for your second one? (laughs) My 54th pick of today is. It's like watching the entire NFL draft. You just can't do it. Uh, Okay. My Red Dirt recommendation this week. It's a little bit more upbeat for you uh, Red Dirt moshers. Ain't a Road Too Long by Brent Cobb. Ain't a road too long. All I got, my good name, family waiting back home. I keep driving, stay in my lane. Ain't a load too heavy to haul. It is funky. Funky town. Funk, funk, funk. (laughs) 
Is that not a good place to do that? I don't know. It was different. Was it really? Funk, funk, funk. Yeah. Have you ever gone to a concert and said that? I don't go to a lot of funky concerts. You go to Red Dirt concerts. Yeah, they're not overly funky. You used to go to a lot of concerts. I used to see it like every Randy Rogers concert. Love me some R.B. You said that you didn't want to hang out with me because I was 12 years old. Yeah, you were young. I was like 21, 22. Well, I mean, you were 130 pounds. I was afraid I was going to break you. <laughs> Why would you break me? You are always I don't trying know to what, hug. I don't know what kind of friendships you wanted to have. You were always trying to hug. I'm still a hugger. Yeah, but I, when I hug, I hug hard. hard really? Hard hugger. Like everybody? And I didn't want your body on my hands. Not at the concert. Your daughter's 40 pounds. Probably 60-something. So you hug but her? she's 10. You hug her real hard? Oh, yeah. Yep. She hugs hard, too. You got to teach him young to hug hard. A weak hug is almost like a weak handshake, right? Yeah, you don't feel appreciated when you go to hug somebody. They just give you like that three pad on the back. Yeah, because then it's like, okay, I can tell you don't want to be in here right now. Mm -hmm. And so what do you do then? Do you also light hug or do you hug hard enough for the both of them? At which point it's going to look like you have a problem. COVID really uh, put a damper on my hugging. Because I didn't know who Did still it? wanted to hug. I, as I say, it didn't put a damper on you, you wanting to hug. Yeah, I still hugged. Like you, I, but there's a few times I'd like go try to hug, and I, people would give me that like awkward side hug. Yeah, like dude, we're in a pandemic, and you're like, what? No, Logan Pyatt, West Texas. <laughs> I'm like, go away. Herd immunity. I'm a hugger. I'm here to embrace you. Yeah, no, yeah, no, hugs are great. That's what I said. You and I've never once hugged. Is that true? Yeah, we've only shaken hands like three times because you're afraid of germs. You don't shake hands with grown men. You said That's that. not true at all. Not to mention, for several years, we prided ourselves on our high fives. Yeah, that's true. Which is the same contact level as a handshake. Team pink and tender. Tan and willing. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anywho, those are our Red Dirt recommendations for the day. Hope you guys enjoyed them. Yeah, uh, so... Special bourbon today, eh, bud? Uh, yes, absolutely. This one was a gift from a uh, podcast member. What is that? What we call him? I guess subscriber. Well, I mean, a fan of the we're, show. We're a family. We are a family. We're gonna have to have a better name. Colt, fellow Colt member. <laughs> this is from one of our fellow cult members. There it is. We'll probably get shut down if we, well, that's if we start saying that. Oh, you can't say cult word? I don't know. It seems like cults, anytime they get one established, whether they're leaving everybody alone or not, one of the, <laughs> it gets burnt down. <laughs> it gets burnt down. Are we down. going full David Crash right now? Well, you've seen that documentary. And I, I'm not saying that, it, I mean, some stuff wasn't warranted for that building to get burnt down, but probably shouldn't have done it with the women and the children in there. Would have preferred that they were allowed to leave. Yeah, at least Absolutely. get the kids out. Yeah, without a doubt. And the women. And there was also Ruby Ridge. Never forget. Of course, that wasn't even a cult. That was just like a guy who wanted to live by himself, and the FBI was like, you want to live by yourself? We're going to shoot your wife. It's, it's an FBI guy like you, like, there's no way he doesn't need human contact. <laughs> no way. He doesn't know what's best for him. I know what's best for him. He's just like, no, no, I, I don't want to hug. I'm like, shoot him. You're just pacing back and forth, <laughs> making me don't want to hug. I wish Texas right now here I am, FBI. Snow day. Then, then you said shoot him. 
Okay, we have a bottle from, I'll just say it again, fellow cult member, Brendan Nick Nichols. Uh, he is a gentleman out of Florida, sent us this bottle and a real nice note to go along with it. It was a nice note, yes. He said that we're talented. Well, that's good to hear. Sweetheart of a guy. Better than saying you guys, you know, give it up. Here, drink this whole thing and never do it again. Yeah, pack away the mics, boys. Exactly. But uh, this is from St. Augustine Distillery. It is a Florida straight bourbon, 88 proof. It says fresh from Florida on it. And age three years. Yes, age three years. It doesn't really tell you a whole lot about it other than just straight bourbon whiskey. And I kind of like the bottle. Uh, it's a good looking bottle. It's kind of a, oh, what I'd call a flash, flash style bottle. You know, it's taller than, say, your Wood, Woodford Reserve, which is a flash style bottle, but it has that general, you know, Thinner, narrower front to back, and has a wider appearance. Um, I'm going to be straightforward here. I get a little nervous. <laughs> when they don't come from Kentucky? When the bourbons don't come from that Kentucky region. That includes Missouri. That includes everywhere else. Texas. Colorado. It just... But we are professionals, and we're going to give it a fair We're going to give it the absolute fair shaky. If Logan, because we don't want to dis, we don't, yeah, no shit, we don't want to discourage our friends and fans from actually sending us bottles, but we're going to be fair on everything. Now the deal was Brennan liked this, right? Yes, we're not being punked, right? I don't think so. Okay, this isn't like that one bourbon I brought on that one time, that Colorado. Oh no, uh, Alicia and Zach sent it to us at Elkins. Yes. That was not good. No, it was bad. Not good. And dog whacker. Oh, hey, get your nose out of there. Whoa. So I don't know if you know, but I'm becoming sort of a... That was stern. ...accredited bourbon connoisseur. Soon I should have an actual accreditation. I don't want to get into that too much until I pass my final test, but... Would you sign up for something online? No, no. No, I'm currently in a course. This is like becoming a Tennessee squire. You send them money and they send you little cards. It's congratulations. (laughs) That'd be great. Where's that at? Uh, but apparently we're supposed to... Boy, this apparently has a strong nose on it, because I'm hitting it clear back here. I'm two feet away from it. I can smell it. Yeah. I'm so excited to drink it. <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> anyway, uh, apparently, and I didn't know this until I got deeper into my studies. Boy, that just sounds official, doesn't it? What have you been doing? You haven't told me anything about this. There was no need. But you start with it down here by your chin. Okay. Like this? Yep. So instead of, especially because you're higher proofs, but instead of starting with our nose straight in the Glencairn, you keep start it down here by your chin. You keep your mouth slightly open like we always do. Okay. And then you slowly bring it up, and that way it starts soft and then gets harder as it gets closer <laughs> until, boom, there it is right in your face, and you have nothing. So that's You, you have no choice but to taste it. Yes. So, what kind of course did you say you were training for? <laughs> Looking to expand my horizons. 
Yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. I, I've, I've never been more excited to All do right. an episode now. So I'm going to I'm gonna do it this way. Okay. You know, this so is about a, right here. This I can is actually, interesting. Yeah, right here I'm starting to pick up. I get like toasted marshmallows almost. I could get that. I could see what I see that note you're talking about. Yeah, then if you go and put your nose straight down into the Glencairn, it's just it's hot. Smells fermented when you get real close. That uh fermented corn. Yeah, it's in there for sure. For, forage. Yep. It's there. But from a ways away it smells sweet. It does. And as it concentrates itself, yeah, it's I'm nervous. I know because Brendan seems like such a nice guy. I don't want to. There's wanna... definitely some sweetness on the nose, but there is an unpleasant note or two present on the nose. One I'm not that I don't care for that much. You think it's going to have that dusty note that you don't like? It it definitely has a fermented fermented note to it. Smell that is pretty strong, and that's probably from the lack of. I mean, from only three. From years the lack of, of being in Kentucky. No, from the aging. The, the lack of oak. I mean, it had the same amount of oak, but didn't have the years to work in and out well, of the wood. And I wonder if... in the charcoal, you know, could have not been, you know, even the char, the amount of char they put inside the barrels affects how much filtering of some of these unpleasant notes gets done. And also not to mention, you'd think being in a place like Florida, see, Kentucky works so well because it actually gets cold. Correct. So cold in the summer, the wood contracts, warm in the summer. Cold in the winter, you know what I mean. Warm the summer, the wood expands, yes. and the bourbon goes in and out of it. But being in a place like Florida... It would age much quicker because of the heat. It's just always in the wood. Yeah. They they say you want that. You want cold winters with dry air to balance out the hot and humid summers to get your top-of-the-line quality. So you think Northwest Missouri could be a good place to... Do bourbon? You would think so. Because everything from the yeast, the kinds of yeast you use, which are thousands of strands, to... Like the kind I cook with bread? Since we're in the free part of the show, I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, but from the... There's thousands of kinds of yeast. From the types of yeast to the types of grain... Of course, but to even to how much, how fine you mill it, all affect, mill the grain, all affect how the bourbon tastes. You don't learn about this in your little course you're doing? I'm almost a doctor. So. <laughs> <laughs> Can we taste this? A doctor in bourbondry? A lot better than I thought it'd be. Interesting. Why are you shaking your head no so much? <laughs> No, it's, I don't, there's a lot to unpack on this one. Very thin, um, extremely thin on the tongue. Yeah. Doesn't even hardly stay on the tongue. Almost no burn. It's what I'd call it a short finish. Very, very, very back of the tongue. I get a little bit. Not getting overly sweet notes, more like, um, more your woody, Nutty notes. Mm -hmm. Definitely get some like nutty. A walnut or, I mean, some kind of kind of bitter type nut. It's getting a lot of that wood off of it. Yep. You can definitely taste the tannins in the wood and mm -hmm. stuff. Absolutely. 
Not overly sweet bourbon at all. Mm-mm. But the good news is I don't get a ton of dust. And the fermented smell I was getting isn't prevalent in the taste to me, really. It's almost got like a... It is so thin. It just runs off your tongue. But uh, Extremely thin. Almost like a cognac type taste to it. That bitterness you kind of get from cognac with just a little bit of sweet there at the end. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You ever mess with cognac? Had it? Yes. Regularly, no. I mean, it's been... Shoot. Probably several years. I think I've told you this before, but every time we go to a nice restaurant and they have cognac... <sighs> <laughs> they have cognac on the menu. You I just always like say in it. I always get a glass of it, and Hallie's like, well, "You hate that stuff." Give me some of that cognac. Just do it. Which one you want? Most expensive one, cognac. Cognac. <laughs> Bring me the bottle. <laughs> this tastes like piss. Send it back. I ain't paying for this. <laughs> uh, has no legs, really. Mm-mm. It's very thin. Um, but I will say, I can understand how this would be. You got a little bit of legs on the Glencairn. It's very smooth, very drinkable. It's just the flavor profile is not necessarily what I prefer, but there is nothing harsh about this. I'm going to try a little bit on ice. I mean, it's actually a pleasant drink. It is a pleasant drink. That could be just a smooth sipper. This would be a great introductory bourbon. Yeah. Or... I could quit. I mean, I could see if this is kind of the bourbons you're surrounded by, how this would be honestly your top pick type of bourbon of your local varieties because it's just, it doesn't punch you in the mouth. It doesn't do anything offensive to you, in my opinion. I mean, it's just really caught me off guard. Kind of watery. Almost. Of course, it is only 88 proof. So, I mean, it's certainly thinner than a lot of them we've done. Or lesser proof, I guess I should say. I don't know if viscosity really comes into play the higher the proof, does it? Uh, no, as far as like the legs and the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. No, that's kind of a, that's a mess. You know, we've all fallen victim to that mess. <laughs> and some of the lesser educated folks probably still do. But no, your legs have nothing to do with your proof. So... <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, bud. If you're you going to like it, if you're going to be like this from now on, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I really don't think I can do it. You are a. It's going to be so peaceful, just me doing the bourbon review by myself. I'm just going to hang out over here and well, have you beer. Just smash Trulies. <laughs> you were a pompous ass before. Now that you're going to have a piece of paper to hang on your wall, you're going to be unbearable. Oh no! I'm going to put it in my wallet and bring it to every show. Why don't you just hang it up down here? Because I'd never get it back. Right next to the cardboard cutout of Bob Holly and Phil Vogler they gave me. Oh, instead of them holding ducks. It would just be a cardboard cutout I mean, of you holding your certificate. Holy hen killers, right? <laughs> uh, I didn't realize. Yeah, there's definitely some hens in that picture. Um, So we could uh, put my little diploma like they're holding it, like they're real proud of me. We could do that. We could set that up. Feel so good right now. I love those guys. Yeah. When are you going to tell me about when do you complete your your deal? I don't know. I'd have to complete my final testing. Could be years. Your final testing. Could be years. It's not just something they hand out. My gosh. They're going to like lock you in a room. And there's just going to be a bright light on you and three glasses in front of you. And a guy's going to come over the intercom. And he's like, drink. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then you have to tell him what it is. 
vodka. <laughs> Shit. You think it'll be like, uh, oh, damn it, what's that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jamie Lee Curtis? True Lies. True Lies. You're going to have to walk into a room and a guy's going to be like, now take off your clothes. Turn around. Slower. <laughs> yes, like that. Exactly. But you're just going to be drinking bourbon, but you're going to have to be naked. You have to tell them exactly what it is. <clears throat> we're we're still on the all platforms, so I'm going to leave my clothes on. Okay, for now. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> but we're getting ready to jump over to Patreon. We got we got to score this bourbon. Yep, got to put some fingers in her hair. That's okay to say. That's our scoring <laughs> system, bud. That gets incredibly sweeter once you put it in on ice. Yeah, it does get sweeter. It also gets a little grassier. A little bit. It gets rid of that nutty, woody notes. It, it gets, does. gets grassy, but sweet. So I don't know what the right way to drink this one is. I almost prefer it neat um, because when that grass stuff starts to come out. That's when you go in. I start in. to step back a little bit. Mm-hmm. I start to say no. 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 You know, no. like that. But all right. I'm not minding that at all now. I didn't mind it to begin with. It's fine. Okay, you want me to go first? Sure. I'm going to give it baseline score. I'm going to give it uh, two and a half. I could sit here and sip on that on ice. You're going with your makers. Yeah. That's impressive. It's not that I like it more than makers. I just don't dislike it any more than makers. I thought we would have to have like, I guess I don't know what I thought. I, I never dreamed you would put something right there with makers that at least didn't originate out of Kentucky. Uh, they've obviously been at it for quite a while. They're doing a good job. You trying to talk me off my score? No, I'm just thoroughly impressed that you've you've come a long way. Maybe you're starting to take makers off its little pedestal you built. I like you didn't build the pedestal real good, so I drink the hell out of it. Now it's still, yeah, buckets. <laughs> By the bucket. I'm a big makers fan. It is good. I mean, it tastes like a... Is this a weeded bourbon? I mean, it definitely tastes weeded. I bet they don't tell us anything. It doesn't say anything. But our good friend Ryan Kingery told me he has been here before. It is distilled, aged, and bottled in St. Augustine Distillery Company, St. Augustine, Florida. You can look them up at staugustinedistillery.com. Nope, doesn't say... I'm getting a ton of tartness now that it's sitting in the ice. But see, I thought it got sweeter. No, on the finish. Take another little sip. Okay. Maybe it's just, I mean, it tastes super tart on the back of the tongue now. Well, it's always been like that for me on the very back of the tongue. I'm talking the very back of the tongue. Like yeah, the, like the part you touch. It's already rounded gag. the curve. Yeah. Yep. I actually like that. That note. The tartness? Yeah. Hmm. Like a tart citrus. Like a sour beer? Sour apple. Ooh. Mm. Wow. Mm. You got a score, bud? Yeah. Uh, I really don't mind it at all. I mean, it's not not going to blow you away. No. No. It's not one of those that you're going to walk into a bar and be like, oh, they've got it. Holy sh- shoots. They've got it here. It's really here. And then you're on your cell phone telling other people uh, they next, got it. Next thing you know, the bar's packed. They're like... We need more St. Augustine. Bye-bye. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
the manager's like, finally, we're going to make it. And then Justin Bauman shows up. He's like, mosh pit. <laughs> Fancy seeing all you here. <laughs> Craig, he's packing in his tower speakers with like the three 12 inch subs in them. Hit it, Mandy. Do th- <laughs> <laughs> and then he's just flying around the restaurant. And- I think he's one of those guys that puts on like black nail polish before he goes to these concerts. Absolutely. Yeah. It has to be, right? I would imagine. All right. So what score were you giving it? <sighs> Two and a quarter. Very respectable score. Yep. Very respectable score. Uh, the longer it sits on the ice, the more I'm liking it. It is getting grassier. Yep. It's starting to taste like... Uh, here's exactly what it tastes like to me. You remember Frosted Mini Wheats? Yeah, I have some at the house. They're awesome, first of all. But you could get just Mini Wheats without the frosting. Yeah. And it, it tastes like that. If you just put like a little bit of sugar over the top, regular milk, Mini Wheats. That's the kind of the taste I'm getting. All right, it's a if little you're going to get regular mini wheats and then add sugar, why not just buy the frosted mini wheats and save the step? I always got the mini wheats or frosted mini wheats, but Dad, being a diabetic, he would just get regular mini wheats and put sugar on them. Well, no, I would put sugar on him. I don't think he ever on did. his. No, I, if I ever had a bowl of cereal, I'm good like, night, old man. Like, this <laughs> tastes kind of sweet, Logan. <laughs> They're fine. Just keep eating, Paul. Logan. <laughs> Why does my dad sound like that? You put sugar on these. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Not with you being a diabetic. Yeah, and I say, I say it all. The How way. do you feel, Paul? <laughs> Not very good, Logan. I don't know why we sound like that. I'm I'm very sinister. He sounds like a 90-year-old man from a Well, you're currently old TV. sneaking sugar to a diabetic. Of course you're going to sound sinister. It said, if I wanted a bowl of cereal and all we had was dad's mini wheats, then I would put sugar on them, is what I said. And then you said, if I'm sugar in mine, I'm sugar in his, too. You didn't mix up the bowls again, did you, Logan? Wouldn't matter, old man. They're both the same. Here, I'll switch your bowls. <laughs> Look, I'm eating it fine. Okay, should we... Uh... Yep. Welcome, we're going to clear on out. Hey, if you're not a current subscriber, or and member, you'd like of, to be. member of the cult, and if you would like to be, please hop on over to www.patreon.com backslash lookingglass.club. Anyway, find us on Patreon. Come take a ride with us. Yeah, because Chandler told us to do that, right? He's like, you guys have to be more specific while we're out on the Patreon. Well, you would think if they get the Patreon app, which you would have to do. And they click click on the little magnifying glass. Search. Yes. Our name. Boom, there we are. Click on us. What are we cracking the what top? What? It doesn't matter. But we're ranked already on Patreon. Top, top, nah. top 100,000. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> top 100,000. <laughs> Okay, let's head over there. To, to all our people that are with us and staying with us, we do appreciate you and thank you. Mm-hmm. There's a 
the sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. And there's a girl in this harbor town and she works laying whiskey down. They say brandy, fetch another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. The sailors say brandy, you're a fine girl. Say, brand new, you're a fan. 